The best things in life are free. Self-work is required to give yourself to someone. That's how marriage happens. Two people bringing their best and worst qualities to the table and mixing it all up to make one big healthy unit. There will be ups and downs, teachable moments and blessings that come from it. But the most important thing to remember is you're in it for eternity and hard work is necessary for longevity. My name is Brittany. My name is Wallace. And And this this is is the the Proud Mary Podcast. Welcome back to the Proud Mary Podcast. My name is Brittany. Hey, what's up, PMPs? This is Tone. How y'all doing? How y'all doing today? Cooling and fooling, you know. Kinging out here. (laughs) Yeah. We hope you guys had an amazing day, an amazing week. We're back with another episode. A whoop up a banger. Yes. So, what's been up with us lately? Uh, We celebrated. Well, first, I'm going to give a birthday shout out to my man, Lonnie, down in South Carolina. Columbia, Mm -hmm. where I grew up. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Lonnie. Uh, Shout out to my brother, Jay. His birthday was also June 14th, just like Lonnie's. Mm -hmm. Happy birthday. And also shout out to my brother, Brian. His birthday, once again, June 14th. That's the uh, triad of the 14th. Happy birthday. I mean, we... uh, (laughs) My Aunt Ida. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right, that was today, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, his was yesterday, but happy birthday to you today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for Brian, we uh, went out, we went bowling. Uh, my son got to go. He wore his little onesie that said, I got a crazy uncle and I'm not afraid to use him. Yeah, that was so cute. I was like, Tom was like, you should wear, you should put that uncle shirt on him. I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. It was cute. And then it just so happened that you and him matched. Yeah, because Brian, the last second, said he wanted me to, uh, because, once again, you know, Vernon uh, is our oldest brother that passed away, and he was like, yeah, I want you to wear that shirt to the bowling alley, because I'm going to wear the Rest in Peace Pop shirt. So, I guess in his mind, it was, uh, symbolic that all of us were there together, you know, deep meanings, deep meanings. But, yeah, yeah, so we, uh, I definitely wore that shirt for him. Changed up my whole wardrobe because I had something else planned. But, you know, it was cool because it did match with Tim and Brian. So, once again, shout out y'all. Happy birthday. Yeah, we had such a great time um, watching y'all bowl. I'm not a good bowler. So, I kind of sucked. But I allowed them to, to just take my turns. Plus, you know, with the bowling alley, it's not the best as far as sanitary because you're wearing other people's shoes and you're touching the shoes, the shoestrings, the bowl, the, the ball and all that. So I washed my hands real good before I held Tim and I was like, well, it's just so much to just keep putting him back in his car seat and then washing my hands and doing that again. So I was just like, well, I'll just hold on to him and we could just have a little bit of fun together while we watch you guys bowl. So yeah, I, I'm not a great bowler, so I didn't, you know, I wasn't offended that people were making my scores go up. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, it was a good time. It was no, really it good definitely time. was. Yeah. It definitely was. Yeah. I mean, shout out to Mom, Brian, you, Gates, mm-hmm. Tom, myself. Yeah. 
And we all had a great time out of it. Yeah, he definitely enjoyed himself. I'm glad we were able to do what he wanted to do for his birthday because he really thoroughly enjoyed himself. And so that's all, all I want. You know, anybody's birthday, if I'm hanging out and I'm celebrating with you, I want you to have a great time. It's all about you. And so I would like to think that we made that moment memorable for him. Especially Facts. with Tim. Facts. He came over and was like, can I hold him? I'm going to go wash my hands. And I was like, of course. He was just like, thank you. And I'm like, you don't have to thank me, but that's nice. And he just took him and he was just like, you know, playing with him. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he loved him some Tim. Loved him some Tim. But yeah, so after, well, before that, um, we did celebrate our anniversary. Six years. If you guys go to our Proud Mary Podcast group page on Facebook, you will see we celebrated it to the end because six years. Six long it's, years. It's been a it's been a roller coaster and a ride, for sure. Six years, wow. Yeah, we definitely enjoyed ourselves. We did. We, you know, for our six year, we we had Tim and we were just embracing the moment of having him, and we just wanted to relax and chill for the most part. So we did that. We hung out, watched movies. And just chilled, enjoyed each other's company. Had my mom <laughs> over. Yeah. You yes. know, my mom got to enjoy spending the time with us and Tim. Mm-hmm. And I mean, went to a little trail, took a long walk. You know, this this anniversary was real low key. Yeah. But it was real chill. Yeah. Like we really did enjoy ourselves yeah. because how our schedules work out these days, you know, we don't get days off together. Yeah. So we had to take advantage of that when we could. For sure. And it was great, you know. Not every year has to be extravagant. It just has to be, we're celebrating another year. This is a blessing. What we've learned, what have we learned from the year? What we, what are we accomplishing? What are our goals? Like, it's, a, it's, it's so much that you put into perspective as to how you continue to, con- to grow and the love gets stronger. It doesn't necessarily get easier because everybody evolves, but it gets stronger. And you appreciate the work you put in to keep it where it's at. Preach. So, yeah. And and speaking of our anniversary, let's get into our topic. What do you expect out of a marriage? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So, we've come up with a few bullet points that we feel that we expect out of a marriage. There's so many things out there. It's it's, it's endless. It's so, so many things that you want out of a marriage when you are younger and you have your your dream and your vision of getting married. What it looks like, you know. There's so many things that you can put on your on your bulletin board to to expect when you get married. And so we're right here to talk about a couple of things that we we expect out of a marriage. One of the things that we expect out of our marriage is intimacy. It's definitely a huge part of how we continue to keep it going and lasting so long. And there are four types of intimacy that we feel that is important for our relationship and our marriage. And we're gonna go through each one. Um, The first one being emotional intimacy. It's good to stimulate your your mind and to 
express how you feel to your partner it's important to be able to just let loose and sometimes even say things that are not necessarily comfortable but it is important because you have to be able to get to an emotional level with your partner to be able to really feel comfortable and to work through whatever you guys are feeling in the moment that you need so that you can move on and continue to succeed. A lot of times relationships will hold back on how they feel, how we feel to save face or whatever the case may be. And your relationship is lacking emotion, you know, for a long time ours was because we wouldn't be comfortable expressing how we feel about whatever it is to each other because we were fear like in fear of, of, of arguing hurting each other's feelings what have you but from the six years that we've been married i've learned that you really just have to sit down and really just talk have these conversations and you have to learn also how to talk and have these conversations because at the end of the day you both want to be in this on the same page you both want to connect on a deeper level and the only way to do that is to pick each other's brain and really know what is going on and the best way to do that is to talk express those deep feelings and thoughts sit down and just have conversations sometimes me and Tom will talk and it just be like so many different topics at one time but it's just like about our feelings and then it's just like wow we, are, we really did just talk about all that but now I get you now I understand where you're coming from with that. Because a lot of times we're stuck in our own heads and our own minds and our own ways. And until somebody explains to you their point of view on something, it don't click to you because you're stuck in how you're feeling. So I feel like emotional intimacy is definitely important. No, I definitely agree with you. Um, we definitely went through a lot just figuring each other out in the beginning and we finally came to a place where there was a lot more understanding we had to go through turmoil to be able to get to a place of health and growth you know before getting married <clears throat> I didn't really think too much into the uh, emotional aspect of the intimacy because I felt like how things were already operating it was great but as you said before you know it, it's levels to it yeah and it's a lot of different levels that you have to go through just to learn somebody their ins and outs you think before getting married just the dating process and even if you move in together that you know that's that's that that's it it's all said and done i mean personally i did you know, I didn't know that there was going to be so much more added to it. Like, oh, it's yeah. so many different layers that I just gets either. added to it. Yeah, for um, sure. I can definitely say I'm going through this. I find myself being at least better mentally when it comes to it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm right there with you. I didn't realize that it took so much work to continue to be on the same page. But 
it definitely does take work in a marriage and it takes both of you trying and, and actively wanting to to make it work emotional intimacy is definitely important when it comes to keeping your marriage going and what to expect uh, the second one mental intimacy so you know i already brought up mental already but yeah that that mental intimacy that uh caressing and finessing of the brain i don't want to say finessing <laughs> yeah not finessing caressing for sure <laughs> caressing yeah <laughs> But that mutual understanding, you know, when it comes to the mental aspect, you know, make sure you spend significant amounts of time engaging together and what stimulates you mentally. For example, earlier when we was in the car driving here, you was like, do you really think the man went to the moon? I was like, hmm. And we just literally had a conversation about that. Like just mentally stimulating each other's minds on a deeper level of where we can connect, you know, is, is pretty cool and important because it's a whole nother layer of what our beings and our makeups together. Even bouncing ideas off of each other. Like, so what do you think about this? Well, I think that you're right, but what about adding that on top of that? And it's like, yeah, that's right. So. That, that actually works. But you know what, though? We can also do. And it's like, huh. Or it's like, well, your idea is actually better than mine. Let's scratch mine. <laughs> you know? Yeah, even like a business venture. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> like we was just talking about, you know, I can't fully disclose the business venture that I talked of. But this I one is of. one. I mean, yeah, the podcast definitely is one, but mm -hmm. I was just talking about the one we were talking about earlier today. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the trails joint. The trails joint, yeah. It's like, I don't need nobody stealing that idea, you know. Once uh, I make it, make it, I want to, we want to be able to finance something like that. Yeah. Um, once we get the patents and stuff down, I'll break that down a little bit further. But yeah, mental intimacy, bouncing those ideas, business ventures. Yeah. It's good to mentally stimulate each other to know that you can always go there with your partner is amazing yeah and also spiritual intimacy so for a while especially going through the uh, IVF process mm -hmm. I was really getting honed in and zoned in you know with my own chakras and really meditating and visualizing it's not I mean that's something that I saw that you was doing for a while and I was yeah. like yeah that's not for me yada yada yeah. yada this and the other but you know it really did in that time help me clear myself mentally spiritually all the way through to where you know I feel like it definitely helped with our success yeah, because, you know, with meditating, it definitely, it's supposed to clear your mind of anything that you're thinking of. You're supposed to be still in the moment with yourself, by yourself. And that was one of the ways that I was able to get through a lot of things. And, you know, you don't have to necessarily be religious. I mean, even if one partner is not spiritual and the other one is, it's important to communicate 
what your beliefs are and how you feel about things, especially if you're bringing kids into the world. I'm not religious, but I'm definitely very spiritual. And Tony is too, and we pray together, we say our grace together, we thank God together, like we do, you know, we do what works for us. And in, in any relationship, you should, you would definitely want to come together and express that deep spiritual intimacy because it's, it's something that can connect you on a whole different level if you guys are on the same page. And if you're not, educate. Educating not meaning this is fact. Educating meaning this is what I, this is what my beliefs are. This is how I feel. And the other person can say the same thing. And then you guys come together and make your life what you want out of how you feel. Yeah, that ability to be able to be in a room together and be completely quiet. But be okay, you know. Not being quiet because there's some kind of argument or fighting. Yeah. Or something like that going on. You're just okay with the silence and being together and, you know, just being comfortable with it. Yeah, I, I've done a lot of work on that. I still got some to do, but I've definitely came a long way when it came, comes to that. Aligning your chakra. Aligning, yep. That's Aligning what I call chakra. it. That's um, good. And, of course, and everybody knows, physical intimacy. Yes. We already know that's important. You know, a lot of relationships be like, I can't be in a relationship if if I don't have sex. You know, that's not the only part of physical intimacy, but that's a, one that a lot of people talk about. And yeah, that's important. I mean, that's that's the go-to for people in general. Period. Yeah. Married or not, yeah. <laughs> physical intimacy, and we're not just talking about once again physical, physical like sex, but. There, you know, it's even like physical touch. You know, massaging, mm -hmm. holding hands in public, hugging, kissing, mm -hmm. just you know being, mean? being together in in a setting like I can just put my hand around you and and touch your shoulder and just rub your shoulder or just hold you, just put my hand around you, just hold you like those little moments, man, they mean a lot. Ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of PDA. <laughs> We're not going there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's funny you said that. I feel like the listeners want to know now. Do tell. <laughs> we were in South Carolina. North. Was it North Carolina? It was North. We were in North Carolina. <laughs> and we had stopped at a food line. And would you put your hand around me or something? And he was like, ain't nothing wrong with a little PDA. <laughs> yep, I said, ain't nothing wrong with a little PDA. And I'm just going to say, I said two, three vulgar things. The P, D, and the A. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys can uh, draw your own conclusion. Yeah, draw I guess your own conclusion. I guess you don't want to say it. <laughs> she don't want to say it. But, but yeah, lo and know. behold, there was somebody right behind us. And she said it so loud, <laughs> so proud. Man, I was so embarrassed. My face, my cheeks were rosy as hell. And I'm like, now I got to go into this damn store with this man in here. But I'm glad that we never ran into him while we were in the store. He might have just turned around and was like, I'm not doing this today. Nah, he probably was like, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was very vulgar. I didn't, you know, I was not paying attention to my surroundings. Actually, I was. He was actually at his car while we was walking in, so he must have was like trailing right behind us soon after, and I didn't know. But anyway, yeah, that was that. But <laughs> lovable, enjoyable moment. But you know what? That's kind of goes into to physical intimacy because that's something that we can laugh about and talk about forever. And it's funny, but it's vulgar. So it's like one of those things where like, if I tell somebody that story, I, I will probably, our cheesy rolls up like I did when I initially did it. Like, I, I'm, I feel like I put myself right back in that place because it's like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I can't believe he heard that, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Intimacy is definitely a huge part of, of of a marriage and what you would want to expect out of it. So, you know, keep that in mind. But that's not the only thing that I feel like we, um, that helps us keep our marriage going. Um, the next bullet point we have is finances. Yeah. So before marriage, did you have a plan in place? Um, I don't know. Me personally, I thought getting married, you know, sharing finances just came hand in hand, to be honest with you. Hmm. Makes um, sense. Yeah, that was my personal beliefs, but, you know, that wasn't yours off break. It wasn't, and he would ask me, and I would be like, um, good, I, I'm not comfortable with it. I'm used to being independent on my own, making my own money. Had nothing to do with my trust or mistrust of you it was more so me not ready to give it up and it took a while no i didn't i mean i was a baller baller so i wasn't even tripping off that you know i had my own bread squad gang gang well all i'm saying is <laughs> i mean you did but in a marriage I'm, my point is that sometimes you just have to work together to get to a common ground where you guys both understand and our plan before marriage, I had no financial plan when it came to marriage. It was more so what I wanted. Like, I was used to being in my ways, but I knew that we would have to work together. You know, I had to let the the feeling of being independent with that go eventually because I trusted you. It was like, there's no reason to continue. If we're going to be married and we have morals and values, this is what we need to stand on. And I, I was like, you're right. And so for us, we have joint bank accounts. Yeah. Sharing finances. I'm going to go ahead and merge that. Sharing finances and uh, savings goals. Mm -hmm. For us personally, sharing finances, it didn't come off break. Yeah. But after a while, you know, she's seen the benefit out of it. And I was, like I said, I was already in my mind thinking that would have been the case off break. Once again, that's that's not for everybody. And we're not sitting here saying... You guys are married. You need to be doing mm -hmm. this. Nah, that's not the case at all. Um, handle your affairs the way that you guys feel comfortable handling your affairs. Yeah. Um, we're just getting to a point where, you know, we've been sharing finances so long at this point. Uh, I don't know how many years, but... Six. <laughs> I mean, you can't say six because he literally just said when we got married, oh, okay. he didn't want to share our break. Okay. So, I meant to say when we started dating. Oh, okay. I, I apologize. I meant to say when we started dating and we got serious, like engaged. Engaged in combat. Yeah, like, no. and that was a conversation we was having back and forth. 
but once I married you, we was already, everything was already merged. Everything was already, like, you know, that was solid, like, but it was leading up to. I dig it. Well, our savings goals at this point, though, um, initially, it was just like, all right, yeah, we got money. Throw it in the pot. We got bills. We pay all our bills off. We got extra money. Blow. That's personal money. Money to blow. <laughs> Getting get it in. in. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly that. what that was. Yeah, that was. And, like, as of, like, past couple years, we've been, you know, actually trying to put money where they need to be. And even trying to take money for ourselves, too. So, we don't just have a joint bank account. We also have our own separate accounts. And we also have A joint stuff. savings account. Yeah, a joint savings account. So... We have money going different places, and it's very important, in my opinion, because, you know, you want to have money that you, that you forget about or that you don't touch that is there for emergencies. You want to have a joint bank account where all the bills are paid here. You also want to have your personal where you can do what you want with it. I don't question him about his personal money. He don't question me about mine. I don't question him about how much money he got in his bank account. Sometimes I am curious, like, hmm, I wonder how much he has in there. But so, um, you know, but it's just because I'm curious. It's not, it doesn't matter, like, if he has seven and I have five or he has 2,000 and I have, like, eight. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it's your money. You do what you want with it. I do what I want my money. But, yeah, we, we've decided that that works for us. So, as far as finances goes, like, Work with your partner and figure out what works for y'all. If, you know, having separate bank accounts in total works for you guys, then do it. Facts. Yeah. So our savings goals right now, though, is playing flat out, getting a house. It's making sure we have something saved to decide for Tim, you know, when he gets older. And any subsequent children we have after Tim, you know, making accounts for them as well. Yeah. So that by the time they're of age, adulthood, going to college or, you know, choose to just go through the workforce, you know, it could be like, you know what? Here, you do you with this. We're good over here. And yeah, that's pretty much our, yeah. our goal with that, with the savings. For um, sure. Setting up your, your, your child or children for success is the best thing that you can ever do. Agreed. Definitely. Generational wealth. Yeah. That will be a thing. Yeah, it will be. And we speak in it because we, we know that's the case. Next up is quality time. Now, folks, that is definitely major. Um, before getting married, I just knew we was going to spend endless time together because we spent endless time together before we got married. Um, we're not that couple that's like, oh, yeah, she going to be hanging out with her friends. And I'm going to go hang out with my friends. And, yeah, I'm just... I'll see just, you when I see yeah, you. Yeah, see you when I see you. Leave everything up to guessing and and insecurities and things like that. You know, another... Once again, if that's how y'all live in your lives, not knocking you, do what works for you. I mean, not saying that we have insecurity or trust issues when it comes to ours, but that's just never been our thing, like... Our union has always been together. Yeah, it's Everything always been together. together. I mean, she have a thing with her friends. I be there, and I'm not just like there, just like, oh no, you don't need to be doing that. Right, you're not there to like manage. It's more so like, I'm I'm here because we want to be together here. I just want to have fun too. Yeah, you know, 
If it's a if it's a thing where it's like, yeah, it's a all girls thing. Of course, I'm not gonna. Why can't I come? No, I need no. It, it's not that serious. Like, all right, well, you go have fun. You do you. Yeah, yeah. I'll find myself something to do. But yeah, yeah we have generally like to spend majority of our time together and still do um, six years plus. Well, it'd be ten years being together this October. So. Yeah, yeah in, in total, yeah, for sure. And even, like, when you was like, you know, I'm going to go hang out with such and such, I'm like, okay, that's fine, you know, have fun, be safe. My whole thing is your safety. I want you to come make it back home to me. Other than that, I'm not tripping. Not, I know you're not going to do anything stupid. I know you're not going to – I don't have insecurity issues when it comes to trusting him. So that's one thing that I'm glad that we don't have. But, you know – we just, we try to, when we do spend time apart, we, we try to. We navigate it efficiently. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's rare when it's spur of the moment. Like back in the day, we used to always be on spur of the moment shit. But these days it's like, yeah, if I'm going to do something and you know, you're not included or you're not invited, I let you know in advance, like, yeah, next Tuesday, I know I'm gonna have to work the next day, but I mean Ben is has got like some kind of football game or something that he wants me to go to because it's the championship game, or you know what I mean same vice versa for Max, it's the championship game. They want me to show up, or it's their birthday and they're going to I don't know Top Golf, yeah. for instance. Yeah, and before we go further, I just want to make a point that how you you realize how he said in the beginning we were like spared a moment. Marriage is all about growing and growth. We evolve, so things are not gonna always stay the same. So when you get married, don't expect for how you operate to continue to be the same way. We have evolved to what we expect and want out of ourselves which in turns make us work for each other because we are, you know, figuring out how to operate our relationship for ourselves and each other. And so it's not going to stay the same. It's definitely going to change. And I feel like a lot of relationships fail because people expect the same thing. And it should always be consistent as far as your love for each other, if not more, but the lifestyle and the way your morals, values, and the way you operate and how you work together, it's going to always change no matter how long you've been married. It's always going to change. Yeah, growth and evolution. Yeah. So, like, yeah, all that spur of the moment stuff has really been quite dead. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are still certain situations where it's like, oh, I just got this call or this yeah. text. And it happens. It happened to me, yeah. We're all humans. Yeah. It happens. You can decide, no, I don't want to fuck with, or, hey, I actually do want to fuck with this. Are you okay You being with Tim or, you know, being like yourself tonight because this one thing I do want to go do. And it's like, you know, we don't do that shit often. So, hey, knock yourself out. Have fun. But we also work hard at taking care of the house. We work hard at taking care of each other. We work hard at taking care of Tim. If once in a while there's a spare moment thing that happens, I feel like it's deserved. Yeah. There's no reason for me to be like, no. 
I'm so sick of being lonely. <laughs> I mean, if it's a consistent thing, then maybe you got to talk about it and reevaluate what you will expect out of your marriage. But overall, it it shouldn't be an issue if both of you guys are putting putting in work constantly to keep y'all your life what you want it to be. Yeah, and Stephen, I would say is you need to be happy together without others. And I know a lot of people have a lot of posses and yeah, I'm gonna just say, oh, my girl tonight. Yeah, all of that. Be happy together. If you wanna go through being married, what's the point of going through getting married? Because you can easily get divorced and lose half of everything you got. Mm-hmm. So don't get married. I'll, I'll flat out say that. Just don't get married if you can't just be happy together. Like I said, sit in that room in silence and chill. Yeah. I mean, be able to just go through shit a week, a month, just chilling and just enjoying each other. Finally, on this one, I will say, be wary of the insecurities. Trust in one another, one apart. That's a big one. That's why I say be wary of the insecurities. Yeah. Trusting one another when apart. If you do not feel comfortable with your significant other, a spur of the moment thing, a planned thing, shit, anything that they're doing without you. Yeah. And you're just up in arms and up in angst all the fucking time off of that. Mm. Reevaluate some shit. Reevaluate your spouse, possibly, but more importantly, reevaluate yourself. Facts. Why are you putting yourself in these situations to feel this way? And why are you continuously feeling this way about your spouse doing that, doing stuff without you? It's deeper than that. And usually it's you, a you problem. Yeah, they say most of the times when people feel that way, like that other person's doing dirt, is because. They themselves are doing dirt, and I guess they can dish it but can't take it. That's just, that's some some cases for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, on to the next one. On to the next one. Commitment. Can you stay true to your commitment and put your one hundred percent best into the relationship? Like he said before, don't get married if you cannot commit a hundred percent. That's the number one selfish. important. That's just selfish. I mean, yeah, but it's important, though. Like, if you're going to be married, you need to make sure that that commitment is 100%. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't, yeah, that's it's just selfish. selfish. It is. Because everything that we just talked about and everything that we're probably going to talk about after is all falls under commitment because you have to be committed to do anything in your marriage that's going to be successful. Yeah. Are you committed to staying true to your vows. Yep. Now, I mean, people write their own vows. Um, we use the little blanket vows that they gave us. We did. I like chicken. I like chicken, too. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> Are we you did. willing to cook the chicken every night? I'm willing to cook the chicken Like, every shit. Night. I mean, for our vow renewal, though, it's going to be lit, lit. And, yeah. yeah, the speeches that's going to be delivered, like... Yeah, we're going to do our um, own personal that time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think it was like... Two years ago at this point, yeah, two years ago, I gave my father's, you know, speech, and I gave 3D and Pam's best man speech. 
And I felt like I did some uh, knocking things off the park. You did. So, uh, yeah, expect another b -b -b banger <laughs> when it comes to that uh, vow renewal. But, yeah, definitely stay true to your vows. Yeah, stay true to them. Um, I think there are exceptions into in, in, in a marriage. We've talked about over many episodes of sometimes having to choose you if you're feeling like you're not getting the whole you're not getting the same in return that you're giving the energy, the the time and and the work that you need from both parties. There's some exceptions to it, but if you're going to commit to a marriage and you want to be married for a long time, you definitely have to know like I'm in it for for eternity. You have to know that you're going to grow and evolve. You're going to change. Things are never going to be consistent and they're never going to be the same. And you have to understand that human beings we just change over time where we pick up different habits we pick up different things that we view things and that we we think about things and even like some things you can you, you and your partner will do for a little bit and then you'll look at it and be like mm, I'm ready I'm, I'm, I'm trying to I'm, I'm growing past it so you'll grow past it a little bit and you see a partner still stuck in that same area and it's up to you guys to come communicate to say hey you know that's not even for me no more for real like i'm trying to do x y and z and so if you know let's talk about this and see if you can see where i'm coming from and maybe you can get an understanding as to why i feel this way and we could both be on the same level oh yeah definitely that communication is key yeah because those vows can be broken real quick what mm -hmm. i call um a lot of situations that i've seen in the past few years, it just seems like people have just gone crazy and they just lost their minds and they just yeah. done some really uncharacteristic things. Yep, and they don't, and they, they give up too fast. Uncharacteristically, so. Yeah, and just knowing that through sickness and health and for better or worse, that you're going to stick beside them, <laughs> stick beside her. You're going to work it out there's been times in our relationship where you've had to take time off of work for whatever reason whether it be health or work related and i would be right there like all right what i gotta do you know we we working together i i'll do extra that i need to do to make sure that we're, we're up and running you know when your partner's down and out you need to be able to cover that other part and I think it's very important to show up, especially in those times. There's been times when I've been out, down and out, or, you know, feeling like I can't do certain things due to whatever was going on for me in those moments. And he would step right up and just do it. It shouldn't have to be a tick for tat thing. It should be a, look, we're in this 50-50, right? But when you're down to only 30, I got you that other 20. And then when you're able to get back, take that other 20 back, I'm back with you 50-50 and vice versa. 50-50 giving your energy and time into the relationship to continuously make it work. You can't do it by yourself. So a lot of relationships are so toxic because there's always just one person trying. Yeah, codependents, watch out. Be careful yes. because there are these slugs out They'll there. They'll suck you dry. In <laughs> straight leech mode. Yeah. Straight up. And you are, are left to continue to try because you feel like it's worth it, but it's really 
not worth it if the other person's not giving you the same in return. It's not fair. But how I look at it, it's not fair. I'm, I'm a great person. I know my worth. Personally, I do. Regardless of my insecurities that I have with myself sometimes. But I definitely know my worth. So I'm not going to allow somebody to give me less than what I deserve. Because I'm giving you all of me. So you need to give me all of you. And if you can't do that, then deuces. It's how I look at it. Big facts. Alright, and lastly, to close out this uh, conversation. What does your gender roles look like? We did an episode on gender roles, but we thought to bring it back because it was, it's definitely an important part of what to expect in marriage because everybody yeah. has their own specific yeah, yeah, indeed. So, yeah, what do you expect out of a marriage? I mean, me going into the marriage, I'm not that guy that's sitting back like, all right, I'm going to do all of the work. You're going to stay home. Making sure the house is straight. And we don't have kids at the moment. So I can't just say you stay home, raise the kids, clean them, feed them, make sure they're straight. Watch the house, clean the house. And I'm going to go and I'm going to do all the work and make all the money. Because my, my personal beliefs on that, it leaves room for, I'm not going to say cheating. I'm not going to say any kind of thing derogatory to those guys that do that um but it just it breeds it breeds room for what is the best word to put this down as from a guy perspective from a guy perspective uh i don't want to say macho masculinity but something along those lines where i get home i do this I can do whatever I want. You don't bring no money into this house. It's a divide. I mean, yeah, it's definitely a divide. I was mm-hmm. think, trying to think of a better word to put, you know, in place of it. Mm-hmm. But I can't speak for every guy out there, you know, that does that, that believes that truth, that believes that as their truth, should I say. Um, because, you know, that is a very old school way of men carrying the households, and I can't knock it. Yeah. You know, but personally, going into our marriage, I didn't believe that to be the case for us because we actually talked about that a lot, too. You always said that, you know, you wanted to continue working, and you know, which is great because, shit, we put in 50-50, we could get out a lot more, to be honest with you. I mean, it all depends on the job that you do all at the same time because if I was working seven days straight, yeah, my my checks would be crazy because the overtime would be time and a half and doubled and blah, 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 blah. But I would burn myself out to the point where I would be hating life. And mm-hmm. that's just keeping it, not even a hundred, that's keeping it a thousand. Yeah. And not only just like the the workforce and and like, you know, how the husbands back in the day would go to work and the, the wives would stay home and be like a homemaker you know what about specifically both partners doing household chores there's a lot of talk about what a man should do what a woman should do a man should take out the trash only and a woman should just wash dishes only you know it's like 
for us, it's whoever can do what we can do when we can do it. <laughs> oh, damn. If you can't take out the trash, I got you. I'm on my way to work. I might as well just get it together and take it out. Yeah. Like, these are things, you know, to discuss. Yeah. Because this is a new age world. There's no longer, I mean, there are Susie homemakers out there. But there's also Brucey homemakers out there. So, like, <laughs> are you Brucey homemaker? There's nothing wrong with that, by There's the way. nothing wrong with that. Don't feel demasculated by that statement. No, no, no. I don't think they do. I just wanted to let them know for me, like, it ain't nothing wrong with a man taking care of the household and the woman working. Oh, no. Indeed. I mean, if that was our world, look, I love not having to go to a job every day. Like, I woke up this morning know. and it was like, not another day. Mm-hmm. I can't take this. Mm-hmm. But I'm not to that point yet because, you know, I just had that time off for having time. But I was just like, I have to work today. Darn it. I do that too sometimes Shit. even still. But, you know, I, I it, it is a balance. Like, it's like, granted, you get out the house, but sometimes you just don't want to go to work, right? So it was like, all right. At least it's time to myself somewhat. You make the best out of it, pretty much. Yeah, and then... Expectations for different accomplishments, though. Yeah. So, like, are you expecting that uh, Susie Homemaker's husband expecting that pat on the back when things go right? Or, you know, expecting those keen senses to be picked up when things are going bad or going wrong? And that's for Susie Homemaker and Brucey Homemaker. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's it's really good to have like words of affirmation with your partner. It's really good to say, you know, thank you for cleaning up today. You don't really have to, but it does make somebody feel, you know, your partner feel good when you're letting them know like I see you. I see what you're doing. Thank you for going out there and working hard today. And most importantly, thank you for coming back to me, to our household, to us. We need you. You know, thank you for cooking today. Like, we do this all day. Yeah, you know, admiration does go a long way. It does. And so, I don't think that it should be a specific limit on, like, letting your spouse know what they're doing right. You know, like you said, you got people who will go out to work and come home and be like, but that's expected of you. And then they'll look down on like that Susie homemaker because she been home all day taking care of the kids in the house. Let me tell you something. (laughs) I was off today with my son and I cleaned the entire house, folded clothes, washed and sterilized his bottles. Um, Probably other stuff that I can't, that sometimes you just be on autopilot. And still put made the, sure uh, that he was okay. Put the stroller, I mean, not the stroller, put, but the, the, the yeah high chair together. Like I sometimes I just be on autopilot, and I did all this while taking care of Tim, and he would have his little fits, and then I'll stop and do just bond with him. Like I'm very a fast paced, impatient person, but after Tim, I've learned how to space my time out, so I know like all right, I got an hour. Let me do one thing. I literally do that one day. Oh, and by the way, I was washing clothes all day. And like I told you I was folding them, but I was washing them too. 
And I figured out a way to make sure that he was okay. Took a break, watched the show while I fed him or he watched his show, sung to him, whatever the case may be. Don't ever, ever discredit anybody, woman or man, who is taking care of the household full time. Big that, facts. When Tone got home from work, I thought I felt like I just got off work. I was tired. <laughs> okay. He was tired too. We were both like, wow, this is a lot. So that is really a, a full so a job. So like it should be congratulated. Like thank you. If Tone comes home from work, unfortunately or fortunately, he has a family. He has a husband. Mm-mm. No, I don't. He has a wife and a child. Facts. So when he comes home from work, his job isn't over. When he comes home from work, my job isn't over. We still gotta add to our job. So just because one spouse is out doing the the footwork and the other one is the home doing the footwork, you can't just discredit what each other is doing because for you you're making all the money. Like no, both of you guys are need to be putting in like endless. He comes home, he showers, get himself together, changes the diaper, takes Tim, has a little bit of quality time with him. I'm sorry you worked all day, but that's still like it, it shouldn't even be a thing. It should just be automatic. Like don't feel like your job is done when you come home like like we're we're at like our life is is a job. Our life is not a job. Our life is our life. And it should be treated as such. You know I couldn't have said it better. Yeah. But the only thing I'll add was spend quality time, but then quality time was cut out because we had to get together, go to the grocery store. Yes, but that was quality time. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, and then left the grocery store, made 14 trips back and forth up three flights of stairs. Yeah, because somebody had to be in here with him. Usually before Mm -hmm. time, we could just do it together. Yeah, but now one of us got to be here, and he was fussing and tired and hungry. So I had sent to him while home, took care of everything else. And then when I was done with Tim, I came out, and we... Anything that was left, we was like, all right, I got you. We're going to tag team it. That's yep. just how it should be. Teamwork makes the dream it work. It does. Regardless of what your job is and how tedious or not it is, it's all a, a, a circle. It all works together. You have to continue to let it work together or else it's going to break and it don't be a circle anymore. Yeah, I agree. Um, last but not least, though, trust in the other handling business. Um, what do you expect out of a marriage? For me... I already knew that you handled business. Um, I didn't feel any kind of inclination that us getting married would... Change it? Yeah, stop your hustle, stop your grind. Because one thing I could say about you, you know, we got together, I barely had a pot to piss in. But, you know, you had faith. And you seen it in me. And the grind was there, but the opportunities weren't. At that time, you were working two jobs and going to school and finding time to hang out with me. And, you know, I'm definitely appreciative of that, even still to this day. And, you know, once you put down the footwork, put that faith in, I got that uh, little bartending gig. The skies was the limit. So I always knew that. <clears throat> at the end of the day you was going to handle business and once you seen my growth 
when it came to that whole workforce thing to the point now where you talk to your friends and like, oh man, I want to be like Tony, always striving to get more. Before, like when I would talk to my coworkers and stuff, I'd be like, you know, I've never met anybody who had such a determination and, and a drive as Tony because he would be the first person to continuously look for, for a job He'll continue to apply, apply, apply until he get what he wants, and he's always been determined in that area. I've never had to worry about him handling business even before we started dating because I met you when you were working. And you were a hustler, and you made sure you, you kept everything afloat, even time to enjoy your, your, your personal time. And because you lost your job didn't make me look at you any different. I always knew that that was there. And there was a lot of things that let me know that I can trust and lean on you. And as you said, you find, finally getting that bartending gig, it just solidified what I already knew. Well, I appreciate that. And yeah. No problem. So we both knew that we had that grind spirit. Yeah. And we were going to shine. For sure. Um, that's our story. That's our case. You know, you can evaluate, reevaluate your situation or situation. <laughs> Hopefully it's just a situation. But Hopefully. But, you know, I know people in situations. But, hey, that goes back to Codependency and narcissism. Yeah. Gotta be careful because the wolves are lurking, sheeps. <laughs> the wolves are definitely lurking. Yes, and so those are some of the things that we expect out of a marriage or out of our marriage. Like I said in the beginning, there's so many other things that you can say that you know you expect out of a marriage. It's not the only thing. This is the only reason why we stay married for six years. But this is, these are some of our tops. And, you know, I challenge you. Think about some of your reasons why. I mean, some of, some of the things you expect out of a marriage. Out of your marriage if you're married already. And just ponder on it. If you're in a relationship, talk about it with your spouse before you get married. See if you guys can be on the same page with it. And figure out how to navigate that so that when you get married... Everything's not a shock for us. Good thing we've had a great foundation and a, and, and a great bond just being friends off break because we didn't realize how much work it took to put into a marriage. We never we, we talked about it here and there, but initially we never really talked about like specifics except for like maybe finances. You know, and we probably had deep conversations about like being spiritual and stuff like that, but it was never like something that, well, for me that I can remember like taking into our relationship. So when everything that anything that we went through, all the trials and tribulations, the good and the bad, it always was just like something new to learn, something new to learn. Now we got to figure out how to work it out, and now we're at a place now where we done did all the all of that, so we have a better foundation and understanding of what we expect. From each other but initially it just took a lot of work to get there and so i challenge you if you're not already married to have that conversation with your your spouse it's not going to make it any easier but it will make it 
make you you understand your partner a little more so that these conversations won't be so hard to have or when situations arise you can tackle it a little better and folks we are learning and we are growing more and more each day and you know that's us and that's y'all as well yeah. So you also have to keep that in account. What may seem like this today may be something completely different next week. You have to be able to learn, adapt, and grow. Plan, plot, strategize, and bomb first. Rest in peace, Tupac. <laughs> Happy birthday, too. June 1671. The day. Today. Yeah, Tupac's birthday. Yeah. Rest in peace. Well, thank you so much, guys, for listening. We um, hope you enjoy this episode. Please let us know what you think. Share this episode. Go to our Proud Mary Podcast Facebook group and comment. Uh, be a part of the group if you haven't already. Check us out on Spotify, on the iTunes um, podcast, podcast app. app. And I feel like I'm missing one more. Anchor. Uh, anchor, yep. <laughs> Instagram, Proud Mary, Proud underscore Mary podcast. No, it's Proud Mary underscore podcast. That's what it is. Proud Mary underscore podcast. But yeah, let us know. You know, we here for the long run. We trying to be consistent and give you guys great content. So even let us know if you have any ideas. Thank you so, 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 so much for being a great supporter of ours. We love you guys so much. But until next time, we'll talk to you later. PMPs, we out. And we out. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can find us at anchor.fm, breaker.audio, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, RadioPublic.com, and Spotify. Also, check us out on our Facebook group page, The Proud Mary Podcast. <laughs>